0: Hey, everyone. It's Kevin O'Connor,
1: a.k.a. Kevin O'Bomber, a.k.a. Kevin O'Concert. Kevin. Wait a minute. You're not Chris Vernon. No, Kevin. Sadly, I'm not as cherubic or as raspy as Verno, but it is I, J. Kyle Man. And folks, basketball has been and continues to be so
0: very good. That's exactly why Kyle and I are hosting a brand new basketball show on a brand new podcast feed. The Ringers NBA Draft Show. We're going to have you
1: covered every week as we go in-depth and deep dive in hopes of answering an ever-important question in the NBA. Who's got next? Whether it's an international phenom like Victor Wimbanyama or the G League Scoot Henderson, Four stars from overtime elite like amen thompson as well as a full-blown swarm of talented prospects from the promising 2023 nba draft class
0: for sure kyle and we're also going to get into players from the college ranks because this is a loaded class for us to discuss prospects rising and falling and we're going to revisit and redraft recent draft classes and get into how the league's evolution could help inform what's valuable in a prospect of the future
1: This is a podcast for a fan of every team, whether you're losing and have high draft lottery odds, or you're looking for sleepers later in the draft.
0: We're going to be covering everything in the months
2: to come. So please make sure you follow and subscribe to the ringer NBA draft show
1: and hit us with those five-star ratings.
2: This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus,
3: The audio is going to be better this week. had on my list of things I was a little concerned about, but we just found out the reason. We didn't record right. Carlos is off the hook. Like, Carlos could ever mess that up. That makes you on the hook. Would you care to explain why the audio quality wasn't as good last week? I'd like to know what happened.
0: Here's what you need to worry about, is that the audio is great now, as people who are listening. And the fact is, we, I think, are better than ever because I, I would darn near say I'm back to 100%. And you have a monster energy drink, which means the last 15 minutes of the show are going to be killer because that's when it usually kicks in.
3: All right. There you go. I, I don't disagree with that. We're starting Give off- me some
0: feedback, Michael. I need you to talk to me.
3: We're starting off with Crown Royal. Get today. off your phone. Oh, Crown Royal. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm irritated about the situation. The drink. Here's why I'm irritated. I don't know why I cannot get an official response or somebody from Panini to join the show. They are one of our biggest sponsors on socials. What is the deal? I email thing that people. that you're calling them out, though. It is. I email people. <laughs> I text people. You have the biggest podcast in the space here. Why don't we ever get a statement or information? Here, I, Does that not irritate you? Put, it, take off your corporate cap for I, a minute, please. Corporate,
0: hang on. It's off now. This is my only thing, is that when, do you remember when the Tops fiasco happened, Tops Chrome, when the cards were left out? Everyone was trying to freak out and we couldn't get an answer from them.
3: We don't work with tops.
0: I know. Well, we, but we do have very good contacts over with fanatics and tops. The overall answer came down to, we didn't get an answer because we didn't know what was happening. I'm wondering if that's I mean, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we do. When did you start reaching out?
3: Yesterday. Yesterday. So if you haven't heard yet, uh, allegedly, and I've seen some video on this and I've heard from actual two of my customers who are at card shops, there is the serial number on 2021, 2022 Kaboom hobby boxes. There's the hologram in the bottom right hand side of the box, in between the sneakers of Cade Cunningham, and if it has a certain code on it, I'm going to give that code. God, do it right now because I don't know if people are dancing around that either. I That makes no sense to me. I agree.
0: I, I, if if one person knows, everyone should know. So the code is NC Nancy Charlie. 059608349. That's where it starts. And it ends with NC 059611211. Any serial numbers that fall between there?
3: So these are the ones that allegedly reveal where the kaboom is. Of course, kaboom is a case hit. If it's true, which again, we've seen evidence of, I've seen a number of videos now where guys, because freelance people have just been going on, like, hey, this is the box that has it, and it happened to have a kaboom in it. And then I heard privately from two guys at card shops that I've worked with in the past. I just, I would never understand silence ever. And I never will. I don't, like if there's an issue, like get in front of it. Hey, maybe that was the case. Now, granted, these are in hobby boxes. So they're in sealed cases. Obviously, if you are buying singles of these boxes and it came out months ago. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't think many people are just out there ripping it now, but there was a spike in pricing on those particular serial numbered boxes on eBay, which is weird. Um, I I do want to state very clearly too, I think this may actually be true. I don't think this has anything to do with loaded boxes. That whole loaded oh. boxes scandal from before, like I know SCR was trying to say that this, oh, well, now now what do you have to say about it? I think these are two totally unrelated issues. But this one irritates me a little bit more because now it seems like there is at least a trend. And I don't know why it's not being addressed. I do, I, I that frustrates me. You were saying a lot of negative things offline. Do you want to bring those up? <laughs> You're ripping people off. I was
0: I was not ripping anybody. Tearing people apart? I was simply stating, I, I do think though, If the whole rumor is true that at one point uh, Fanatics does own licensing for baseball and basketball, maybe it's Fanatic or Panini at this point just being like, well, we're about to make the announcement. We don't really want to because
3: they're getting bought. We don't even
0: care. Like we're not going to. I'm not saying they don't care, but maybe they want to put it in their hands for them to figure out how to handle it best. So that's that is a theory I think that has to be taken into consideration that there's a really big deal being worked out in the background right now that could have an effect on why we don't hear as much news about this.
3: All right. I don't like it, but I, that, I guess that sounds halfway reasonable, though. What? I can't say I disagree with what you said. Yeah. There's your feedback. You I want didn't a feedback? say a, th-
0: a stupid thing in your eyes. That's that makes me feel good. Mike. I gave
3: you feedback. I mean, again, I would like you to be ripping these people like you were offline, <laughs> but you're not going to do that on here. And that's a...
0: that's what you do, bro. I'm I'm allowing you. I I like to be the devil's advocate, that's you know, fair. voice coming
3: back at a different idea. That's all. So we have Phil. I don't even, I still don't know his last name. Phil.
0: Orlando is technically his Facebook name, so we'll just go with that. He seems
3: like the type who would lie about his name. Why would he his use is Filmington. his last name Orlando, though? His name is Filmington on YouTube and on Instagram. He's going to join us in about 10 minutes. Uh, we, we're trying... Me and Jesse have been debating this off-air, too. The whole third man in at times. I am for it. Jesse is potentially for potentially against that's why i've been trying with these different people oh no 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 no! don't you dare right? say
0: that i am for third man in i'm not for third man in every episode unless we just found someone that like was awesome like that, and that could come Give in all your, the time
3: right now if i had to say you have to have a third man in on this podcast who is it first name that comes to mind that we've had on by the way oh i couldn't i don't have one
0: i don't have one i don't have one person bill i thought simmons. that there. bill simmons Actually, that would be actually really funny because Bill gives me a ton of crap. Um, you know who I really love is Giardi. Uh, he, but he's only like a one, he knows MLB and that's great. But to really get him involved. He knows
3: NFL, which is where he works, but you're right. Dang it, you're right. I'm thinking. Fine sand is the MLB fine, guy. I love fine sand for what right. he does. I'm sorry,
0: NFL. But that's the one problem is that he is Mark and, fine, I'm sorry, Mark and Giardi, both have one sport that they're really great at okay. to have someone that's really well-rounded. That's where I think it's more difficult.
3: Okay. We'll get into that later though. All off right. air, right. We'll save that for the off air. I do want to talk about NFL. What do you want me to say for when Phil's here? Cause I want to talk about one of these things now, Jeremy Pena now or NFL now. Oh, let's just do the Pena report. Okay. So you can pull that up real quick. Cause we want information. Uh, that was the opening rant, the opening thing, whatever it was. There you go. Jeremy Pena from Rhode Island, by the way, did not know this. Uh, he may or may not be doing a break. What the heck? We didn't even do big picture. I know. It was so nice. We were just to no, see the flow. There didn't. was so
0: good. This is no, it's not so good because then everyone's like, what are they even talking about today? That's okay. We, we already, we did say Phil Orlando's
3: coming. So that was enough. We're covered. Jeremy Pena, I believe is 22, maybe 23 years old. I, love, I lied. he loved knowing ages. Maybe 24. <laughs> ALCS MVP, world series, MVP, Kid has been killing the ball, had a pretty good season, mm. unbelievable postseason stretch. His pricing is finally starting to catch up with it. But it is amazing to me how under the radar this kid has been. Now, I was of the thought before, like, hey, no matter what it is, baseball, you have to sell. I don't know that you have to rush to sell Jeremy Payne. Now, granted, Jeremy Payne stuff is expensive right now. Oh, and if you yeah. can get top dollar prices, you get don't it. Sell? I guess the, the thought in my head, though, is. How many Jeremy Peñas are sitting in dollar boxes or in people's like value boxes? Because people just don't pay attention. Jeremy Peña and Geno Smith might be the two best reachable buys in the history of the world right now.
0: Funny that we are still talking about Geno Smith.
3: Um funny, 2013. We couldn't make a dime trying to rip that product, though. Geno Smith and EJ Manuel. Worst thing that's ever happened in the hobby.
0: Okay. Well, Jeremy Pena.
3: We How do have some it, pricing.
0: Well, he's twenty five years old. Older than Eduardo.
3: That. Okay. <laughs> Don't you talk? About- no one knows who that is. Just he- keep rolling. <laughs> oh god,
0: that's all cut. You gotta um, stay focused. You gotta Jeremy stay focused. Ngu- yeah, well, it's hard when I'm dealing with a guy who gets distracted by squirrels. 2022. There you Don't go. you dare give <laughs> me the wrap it up sign. <laughs> no, no, just get I do it. Swear. Sign. It's the opposite of wrap Um, up. So we have multiple cards. The first one is his update gold parallel. Uh, this is the 2022 pricing. So stuff that came out last week. Uh, what two weeks
3: ago? Uh, He's a rookie in the brand new update was, yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago.
0: So November, it was selling three average sales between November 1st and 3rd were about 48 bucks for this card.
3: That would have been, by the way, that's already after the ALCS MVP and into the World Series. Yes.
0: So we are now looking at average sales of $105 that for raw? that card. Yes, that's raw. Last card, and then we'll I think Mike pulled up some additional pricing that goes back even before the run up. Uh so 2020 Bowman Chrome PSA 10, non-auto. Non-auto. Non auto. Okay. Uh this card currently selling at 308. Just a week ago, what? it was selling at 95. Last three sales last a non autograph card? Non auto. Okay. PSA 10, 308.
3: We're talking, we're talking about Jeremy Paid, Yeah.
0: All right. I don't So you you're not as big of a believer in him.
3: $300 for a base card this kid? No. I think he's great. 300 bucks? Okay. That's fine. Don't, we, can, don't we can shoot move. the messenger as a will, PSA 10. That's don't what tell it's me. going who, for. Do not tell me who to shoot. <laughs> I will tell you that. All right. We'll get some of his other pricing later.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got Tons of other multi care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the
1: fall guy.
2: We'll do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
3: He's oh. not, no, 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 he's not a guest. We decided this off air. He's not a guest. He's a third man in candidate. Third man
0: in candidate.
3: Phil, do you have anything to say about that? Not a whole lot.
1: You want me to weigh in on Jeremy Pena?
3: <laughs> yeah, does that not seem insane to you? $300 for a base card?
1: It's it's ridiculous. I thought we were um, past
3: this, like, hey, things, hey, guy has a good week and we go nuts.
1: Exactly. It's like, what did we really learn from him that we didn't already know? Uh, the, the guy's base raw Bowman Chrome autograph is selling for 85 bucks in August. And now it's well over 300. Over three hundred, at least a couple sales. I think, were around three hundred
3: for a raw autograph. At the end of the
1: day, it's like, who would you rather own, him or Jordan Alvarez? I'm pretty sure they're pricing similarly. Guess who? Guess who's younger of those two players? You think is, it'd be Pena, but it's not.
3: It's Jordan.
0: <laughs>
1: Jordan's three months younger. Yeah, they're both twenty five. Or, or Jeremy just turned twenty
3: six. This guy
0: comes right with the knowledge. I love that, especially with the fact that I was high 25. on. He's twenty five. I was I was high on Jordan. We talked about this already. It's not a big deal. I don't want to brag about it. Um, wh- here's the question: If you guys have been in the mar- How long have you been in the the card market, Phil? I've been going at this pretty hard since twenty eighteen.
1: Set up an LLC twenty nineteen, but I mean, on and off twenty fourteen.
3: I know you had a card shop. Where's the shop at?
1: I I don't have a shop. I have an online store that counts.
3: That's not an L a local card shop. L- oh, L- no, L-L-C- you, you don't L-L-C- need a store. To have an LLC. LCS. I'm sorry. That's a real Jesse
0: comment, Mike. Get it together.
3: What's your real last name? Let's get that out of the way. Why do you think it's not
0: Orlando? Personal question.
3: I don't think it's Orlando. He doesn't strike me as the type to use that kind of a name. Plus, he's from a yuppie town called Atkinson. I know it well. Oh, God. I forgot I'm dealing
0: with two Massachusetts people. I feel like
3: the last, is the last name Orlando blink once? It is. Is it really?
0: Again, why is that so hard for you to believe? That's a pretty common name in
3: Italy. Sicily. (laughs) I just have to know that I'm talking to an honest person before I can say anything else. That's it.
0: The town of Orlando, Florida was founded by Sicilians. Everyone knows this
3: whatever. It's no filled
0: one filled with pasta. Um, <laughs> all right. So it, it's the whole Pena thing though, I am kind of surprised by both of your surprises though, that the whole card market always jumps on bandwagons and the hype goes crazy. And then it dies back down. I'm just kind of surprised that you're surprised by that.
3: I just thought we were over the, I mean, like literally wander stuff last year was 300 bucks for a base Bowman. I think mm-hmm. Payne is a good kid. We learned he's unbelievably clutch. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We're going into the offseason. Who's buying that card? Like if you bought that card for 300 bucks, what are you doing with it? The base PSA 10.
0: So the message though needs to be sell that card right now. Right?
1: I, I mean, mean, that's
3: the message. The other part of the message is don't be stupid enough to buy that card <laughs> for 300 bucks right now. Like, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah. To, to be fair, he did see a spike in April, but yeah, now, now we're obviously at all time highs at this point. And I think the spike in April was kind of unprecedented. It was just like, all right, this is like a dude that's hot in April. When you've got somebody that's hot at the beginning of the season, they benefit from like their full body of work for that year is really good. Like year to date, you know, they're at top of like the stat leaderboards and stuff, but yeah, I'm not trying to take anything away from the kid. Something also you have to keep in mind is that because he doesn't have a whole lot of rookie cards out yet, obviously he was in tops update, but that kind of suppresses his supply for the short term. But yeah, I mean, Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be a bad long-term bet. All I know is that three months
0: from now, he's probably going to be cheaper than he is now.
3: Yeah. There's no reason to buy this kid now, I guess is my, and I'm just surprised. You know, what's
0: great is that since the guys did the report this morning, there's been another sale of that card for $200. I was just going to say, yeah,
3: three sixty five dollars yesterday already
0: coming back down.
3: And he is going to be an, uh, a rookie in a bunch of this stuff, which is good. Like, I mean like national treasures coming out. There's a bunch of other 2022 product coming out. Tops, Chrome, black, I guess tops update. Won't they make a tops chrome update or no? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so so they usually do. They kind of drop. I think the ETA for that might be like mid-December, but that could always change. That's going to be retail, uh, so Target specific. Yeah, he should be in that product. Then he's going to be in probably presumably Bowman Chrome that's slated to come out at the end of this month. And like you said, everything, a lot of other products. Yeah,
3: because then you got five star, finest. I mean, there's actually some pretty decent tops baseball still coming out. That's all 2022. I would imagine he's triple threads, stadium club, stadium club chrome. I mean, he'll probably be a rookie and all that. I do think that I I stand by what I said because there's too many lazy people who sit around and rip open cards and they call themselves breakers. I still think the Astros are going to be a super good buy because I think they'll be cheap. No one pays attention.
0: You don't think anyone pays attention to the world series winner.
3: I think some people do. Okay. There's some lazy people who are not going to realize he's on the checklist as a rookie. You know,
0: that brings up an interesting point. Um, Card porn put out a post that I really appreciated that basically just wanting to get a temperature on what breakers, dealers, flippers, um, what the general guys in the hobby think of the hobby as it stands right now. And that was one point that a few people made was that people are getting smarter about what they're doing and collecting. So even though, yes, I think a year ago that it would be a lot more obvious for, or less obvious for people to go after say the Astros, like you pointed out, I think now though, is we're dealing with a much more sophisticated hobby, a much more condensed sophistication where it used to be, you'd have like really smart guys spread throughout. But now like some of those guys who didn't learn or didn't know much about it, those guys have kind of left. And now we're left with more intellectual, more wheeling and dealing or knowing how this market works, guys. Any thoughts on that?
3: I'm trying to understand what you just said. Process. I'm getting Gale. there. Any any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, another way I might articulate that is, uh, I think we're going back to a core a core proportion of the hobby is comprised core, of people that yes. are traditionalists. You know, like collectors. Okay. I'm so with you. Uh, theoretically, we should be smarter. I think you can all, you can probably see that soon, if not already, with some of the more contrived parallels. You know, my bowman chrome parallel chart, uh, like the shimmers, the waves, those could fall relative to, to some of the original colors because of this. Or maybe they'll stay elevated because they're just rare and everybody likes rarity these days. That still
3: irritates me, by the way, The people will pay three times more for an orange than they would for an orange shimmer. A number out of the same thing. You know, the other thing that's like that is just as stupid is select football. This is the field level zebra number to 25, but this is the club level zebra. The people at the zoo don't know what's going on. They're both number to 25. What are we doing? I often that's ask that. That's a fair point. Are people smart enough to not listen to Instagram accounts run by people we don't know? Is Has that, is that kicked in the market yet? I, I don't know. It's funny. I haven't that, taken a shot at those people in a while. I uh, yeah, like but sure. I,
0: I think there's a reason for that. They've become less like antagonizers, I feel like. I think they're leaving that up to like the sports card radio guys, and they're taking more of a, hey, let's try and keep a positive outlook type of thing.
3: I think that's reasonable. All right. So as an LLC owner as, the owner, of <laughs> as you, the owner of it you got knows. you got
0: the full grasp on that how meaning. old are you phil
3: i like to ask everybody's age on this <laughs> i just turned 38 <gasps> he's oh, he older is, than us He is older than us okay we're both Mike, do you know how
0: old you are because the other day you swore you were born in 1985
3: making a little joke you yeah. missed it right how? over your head i still don't get the joke six foot five right <laughs> over your beautiful skull yeah six four what is the collecting scene like in boston these days the collecting scene?
1: Well, What's going on up there? I mean, I only get to go out to shows about once a month, but I, I presume it's like a lot of other shows um, around the country where there's a lot of people selling. And a lot of people, you know, whether they have money or not, they're just not spending it at the same, uh, the same volumes and as, they, as they were before.
3: Have you go to the Shriner show? Is that thing still happening once a month?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's twice a year. Uh, I, I went to it for a couple hours on that, uh, the first day, Friday. Um, I, I think what I'm, the, the messaging that I'm seeing more and more is that, and this is going to sound like super cliche or, you know, beating a dead horse, but more and more people are saying that dealers aren't budging with their prices. And like mentally they're, they're past the point of selling low and they're just like, all right, I'm just going to make a prayer and hopefully it rebounds. And maybe they don't need to sell it or they don't want to sell it. There could be a couple things going on there with like um, sunk cost fallacy. You know, they're just afraid of taking a loss. You know, mentally it doesn't feel right to them, but also the emotional attachment to a card, which you wouldn't get with like a stock, Right. So it's like adding like this illiquidity effect and it's like causing this like market slowdown, crash, collapse, whatever you want to call it to be like slower. (laughs) It's like being realized slower just because you've got so many people that just aren't doing what I'm doing, which is I'm just listing stuff on eBay, seven day auction, let it ride. It's going to go for what it's, you know, what it's worth in my opinion. Then a lot like in a rising market, a lot of people said like today's prices are tomorrow's discounts, meaning like, oh, just overpay. It's okay because it'll go up. Now it's like the opposite. It's like today's discounts are tomorrow's prices. <laughs> so now it's like, you might as well to sell it. Because um, I'm looking at a lot of inventory, man. Like Even back at the National, I, was, I didn't care what market movers, what card ladder said about any card that was in anybody's showcase. In my head, to me, despite comps, it was overpriced. It was too much based on everything else that was kind of happening around the card market. Um, too much shine, too many slabs, too many parallels, um, just too expensive right now, regardless of the player. Um, so yeah, just some of my observations.
0: It's it's interesting you point out the fact that guys are kind of like pausing as far as like they're not going lower than a certain price. Where do you think they're getting that price from? Because I, I have a theory, but I am curious. Do you Do you think they're getting that price based on what they bought for during say 2021? Uh, or is there a different price? Because I mean, no doubt they they have to come down from 2021 prices, right? There, there's no one buying still at those, but what price point is it that they won't go below?
1: You know, some people have said like, well, it's the lowest buy now available on eBay, which means nothing, you know, it, <laughs> it really means nothing to me at least. Um I, I think some of the full-time dealers are a little bit smarter with this and they understand that like all right velocity of selling is important you know I I need to generate cash flow stale inventory is bad <laughs> um but like some of these other part-time dealers that I've seen it's it's like do you have stuff priced at reasonable prices is your stuff marked reasonably if not then what are you doing there and if it, if it is priced reasonably, then it better be in demand. Or if it's not, then you've actually got to go below comps a little bit. You got to price it really reasonably or else you're not going to do well. Or else you've got to ask yourself, like at a show, are you just going there to buy? Which is fine. I think that's great, great buyer's market right now. Um, or are you going there for some sort of escape, maybe to network? Um, maybe you just want to get away from the house, which I would understand that too. But if you're trying to like monetize your collection and you're not being realistic with prices and given what else everybody else has around you at that show that they're also selling and what's in all those Pelican cases that are also cards for sale for the most part, uh, you should probably revise your expectations or try something new.
0: Um, I don't know if you guys have looked into this much as far as like, I, I as you know, I'm not as big of a sports guy and more of analytics guy. And I've been looking Why at Why would the- you say
3: that? <laughs> I'm i I'm really down on Jesse let me today. Get back. Hang on. Let's um, get back to no, this. How let, much, how much pasta is in our class? <laughs> I don't want to let that go. I think we glossed over the important stuff here.
0: It's a, it's a olive oil based sauce. you think uh, Walt sauce, was in on this? So.
3: Um, Is Walt, Walt
0: Italian? Mr. Disney? Have you, yeah. What do you, you think Disney is an hey, Italian? You can, Phil, you can sit this one off for a second. Uh, we don't uh, need Walt, you on this one.
3: <laughs> is he still frozen?
0: His head is, we know that. Oh, that's it? Yeah, what? I mean, in the future, you're not going to need a body. We'll have androids for that.
3: All right, back to Phil. All Phil, right. didn't they freeze <laughs> Ted Williams' body? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, I think his head actually fell off. Don't so, quote
1: me on that, but wait, I think wait, it, wait. Yeah, so I don't know if it, Ted yeah. has a
0: body and no head. Walt has had
3: nobody, dude. Walt, Walt, Walt Williams creates, <laughs> creates a, a park. Ted where all Disney. you do is hit, ba- hit baseballs, <laughs> Ted Disney. It would I never be Ted Disney. That's um, it, okay. So That's the, preposterous back to the real stuff. Sorry. The
0: analytical part of me says that if you look at the graphs um, for the guys who have stayed consistent and have been playing since before COVID, it's really interesting to find how many guys have been bottoming out at their just prior to COVID numbers, uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Kevin Durant, Giannis uh, Joker. Actually, he's a little bit, he's still above um, Ja Morant. If you look between like Jan- uh, like February and April, 2020 for a lot of these guys, that's where these pricing, the, the bottom of the pricing has gotten to. And it just kind of stops at least for the last month or two. So it is interesting to me. I wonder if we break below that early 2020 pricing for the guys who haven't had a reason, you know, like for Zion, there's a reason his is below that. But for the guys who don't have a reason for it to drop even lower than that, it it makes me wonder if that is a floor. And uh, if we cross below it, I think we worry that there's going to be a lot more selling to come. But if we don't, then we could see a bounce back from there. That's the resistance point.
3: I mean, it sounds good. It sounds great. I, I don't hate Phil. Yeah. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah. So to the names you mentioned, I'm
1: not a big basketball guy, but Giannis won a, a championship after COVID began. Right. So it's like positive information. We learned about the guy that affects their long-term outlook and a should be a good in a positive direction. Right. And he's still at that pre COVID price and Jokic, what, didn't he win two MVPs? Back to so back, that would make baby. sense why he's above. So it, yeah, I mean, this isn't, this isn't uh, optimistic information you're sharing unless, you know, Maybe you see this as a good buying opportunity time, but I I don't know. I think a lot of people were premature to call the floor. Maybe last year, Q three, we started to see like the the market kind of flatten out, but then all the macro stuff started to happen afterwards. Inflation, Jesse, you know all about that. I heard inflation. NFTs got smashed up.
3: What does that mean? Jesse knows about that. that. Is this a pasta (laughs) remark? Are you all baseball? What's your story? Yeah. Mostly baseball. Uh, the YouTube
1: channel that I do is mostly centered around that, but I do focus on other like yeah, commentary. So we already gave you the show. All, out. Take it patterns easy. that you can kind of, you know, okay, this kind of applies to this that I just saw like, okay, soccer got kind of crazy and like the hype mania was in full effect. And then print runs went up like three X the next year and that crashed and F1 was like a year behind that. So you knew that that was going to be a mania that would inevitably, if not crash and soften so yeah, I like looking at the whole market, but yeah, baseball's my, my specialty for sure. Prospecting that stuff. What? Uh, yeah. So we had a conversation at a show. I remember Mike and uh, you were like, blaze Jordan. Like, why wouldn't you buy him right now? And I'm like, eh, eh, I'm, I'm very picky with prospecting. There's a lot of guys that do it and there's a lot of information out there. What show was this at? That was at the best flipping show in uh, in Woburn.
3: That's right. I remember that. That's, oh, is okay. that where you met this guy? No, no, I met him. I met you somewhere else with the little dude. Our little our little, uh, our little, little compadre and we have in common, our mutual friend. Amit. Um, pronounce Amit. A oh, I've had Amit. This whole story sounds like a myth, quite <laughs> frankly. That's right. And you were down on Blaze because he was too high.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I was wrong on that, actually, because he had a pretty good hero. I, I, I just think sometimes that the risk outweighs the reward, and it, it takes a lot of commitment to do that stuff. There's a lot of people that do really well, better than me. I, I don't have the patience for right now. I'm focused on sort of a lot of other stuff. I do a lot of wax these days. That was my way to... To hedge some of the risk from this year.
3: I want to get into that. Cause I, I, that is another thing. We don't talk to a lot of guys who are super heavy into wax. We get that a lot though. Hey, I want to get into, um, either collecting wax, holding wax. Like how do you, I am curious from your standpoint. Well, first question, how are the Haverhill Hillies doing these days? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what, What's the record? Okay. We'll get to the wax thing though. What is your strategy with wax? Like if you're coming in with cash, what are you looking to, I know you're a big Bowman guy, right? Yeah. So I do have, you know, I, I haven't,
1: you know, th- th- there's a lot of people out there that want to get into it and wax does come with some, I would call disadvantages, like storage costs is high. When you sell the stuff, it's usually heavier. You know, sure. it's not going to fit into a bubble miller. So that's going to be an extra cost. And you've got to, of course, incur eBay fees if that's your only way to sell it. If you do sell it at a show, people are going to expect to get a deal on it. It should be cheaper than online because of all those reasons. Um, so you, you you need to have some sort of an outlet to distribute this stuff. As you know, Mike, I mean, you've done the breaker thing for a hell of a long time, longer than I've had the LLC by far, probably. So that definitely helps. But the the characteristics that I look at with, for wax is, you know, print runs, quality of the product, um, legacy of the product. So it's a lot less risky to buy Bowman draft two weeks after release than it would be to buy Tops Chrome Black, which has been out for what, a couple of years, number three this year. Um, and, and a lot of that has to do with how many they printed, the fact that Bowman drafts hobby only. They do have the light version, but they've done a good job managing print runs over the years. And you know that, you know, it, that product has a huge ceiling with regards to the singles being pulled within it. You know, that three or four years down the line, there's still going to be a few guys in it. That'll drive some hype for that product. Eventually it might fizzle away like 2017 Bowman drafted, um, which is kind of being driven now by Joe Adele and Royce Lewis. But yeah. So those are some of the things I think about. You know, I've got customers that expect certain products. I like Topps Chrome. I like Topps Flagship. Um, I'm pretty good at spotting undervalued products because I follow singles market pretty well. So it's like, okay, well, Jeremy Pini is in this product or um, this product actually has a Bryce Harper card in it. And he got a huge spike from not just the NLDS, but the NLCS. So um, I, I like to... Yeah, I, I like to be able to kind of follow something that I know a lot about and I feel like I have some sort of advantage in, you know, with social media, you don't get a lot of people that are pitching wax tips. Um, There's also not a lot of people that can sit on wax for a long period of time. That I feel like that gives me a benefit. Um, If anything that gets ripped and that causes a a lower supply. So the the main two things about wax that I like one, it's sort of, it's addictive. Mike, you know, this, you know, it, Starbucks is, sort of like a recession-resistant stock because people are addicted to coffee. Casinos do pretty good in recessions because people are addicted to gambling. I hate to say it, but people are addicted to wax too. Um, And the fact that not a lot of people know a lot about it and that the supply over time diminishes where the opposite happens with slab PSA 10s, right? Just increases.
0: How much wax would you say you have right now?
3: And where is it located?
1: Uh, somebody asked me that he was like a non-card guy and I'm like, try and explain it to him. And he's like, but how many pallets is that? Like he, he works at like a paper company. He used to work for W. Mason. I'm like, I can't, I can't explain it like that. Maybe like five pallets or five skids or whatever you call it. I used to work at market basket, Mike. So it's you know lot. about skids and pallets.
3: Okay, now hang on a second here. It's an interesting thing. You bring that up. 2002 first job I ever had Westgate market basket, <laughs> Haverhill, Massachusetts. Why is that interesting? Start, oh, he just said market basket. Start off as a grocery <laughs> bagger, work my way up to a cashier. Oh, no, the, they trusted you with money. Got the blue coat. <gasps> I don't want to brag about Bro, it. Bro, big deal.
0: You know what my first job was? Taco Bell cashier. I got right off the bat. I didn't have to work my way up from burrito boy. So think about that.
3: I mean, you've stopped working your way up quite a <laughs> while ago. Uh, yeah, I, I do think the wax thing is interesting because for a lot of the reasons you said, Like my thing has always been Bowman has almost always, and including to right now, almost any time over the last seven years, my biggest position of anything in my wax collection has been Bowman for that reason. Like it doesn't take much like judge stuff that year was dead for years. All of a sudden, four years later, judge comes on the scene. It goes nuts. 2021 Bowman Chrome. I don't know if you're familiar with the product. I love it. International kids, all hitters. And it's actually down like $1,000 a case. I should have sold last year. I'm actually glad I didn't know. Even though it's down, I'm going to hold it forever. How much do you have? Oh, 15, 20 cases at least. Where do you keep it all? It's not at the house, right? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, what's the address? Yeah, what's it? You know what? Here's the thing too. We have this ring camera. Let me give you the code. Disarm that when you (laughs) walk in. My dogs are harmless. Don't worry about that. Um, Yeah, that's it. I was just curious because I know you're big into wax. And I, I think a lot of times people, I would also say, it's one of the tougher spaces to get into is wax. Cause people are not, you cannot get well, the same money access. to get into
0: wax, right?
3: Well, not only that, but like with a PSA 10, like you guys both brought up, anybody can go to eBay and buy that card. Anybody mm-hmm. can go to a show and buy it for said price yeah. with wax. I might get mine at allocation. I might get mine from a distributor. There's just different ways to get it. So the entry to that, I think is a lot more difficult.
1: That's, that's huge for sure. And I don't even have that. I don't have a, uh, a direct ability to purchase from tops or any distributors.
3: You have an LLC. Um, would you j- have the ability. I guess I'd rather just focus on the
1: good stuff. I want to focus on the good stuff and I know there's ways around that. And, um,
3: I I guess I, I haven't, I haven't highly explored it, I guess at this point. Uh, so Phil, let's do this. We're just going to end it up with a wrap up, but just drop all your socials where people can find you, your content, all that. And then we'll throw you out. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Filmington, Instagram, Filmington, eBay, Filmington, YouTube. That's probably where I post most of the stuff, especially nowadays. I've had a little bit more time to do that. And, uh, RC explosion box, uh, RC Explosion Box is the subscription product that I do, and uh, RCexplosionbox.com for that. You can cut that out if you want. I absolutely. That was a little, <laughs> was a little too much.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, we say <laughs> drop one thing, the guy dropped seven. <laughs> Anyways, Phil, thank you for taking the time. I will say you have been added to the rotation. We will review your performance later, so that should make you feel good.
1: Appreciate it. There
3: you go. Thank Thanks, you, Yeah, hey,
1: uh, Jesse, I have a computer. I'm having some issues with Dell laptop.
3: Cut his All right, take feed. care guys. Bye. Cut his feed. See you, man. <laughs> All right, so there you go. That is Phil. Um, yeah, I had to kick him. It's nothing personal. When there's a delay like that, we're asking questions that the guy can't hear. Us. Carlos is cursing his life. He is an intelligent guy. You cannot be in on banter. My, our wit is instantaneous wit.
0: It has to be where he can jump in there
3: or be cut off if
0: we need to cut I like him off. the
3: knowledge, but yeah. the connection has to be there. It's okay. See, that's a guy who's more interested in what he has to say than me, though. Great um, microphone, horrible speakers. He don't get, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> actually, I would have him back, but yeah, for today. That's why I was trying to hint to you off air, cut it. Cut I was like, <laughs> what's going
0: on? I'm confused. Thank All right. You. Anyways, he did
3: fine. Thanks for coming, Phil. Um, get a real Wi-Fi connection. We'll have you back. I think that's fair to say. Fair,
0: yeah. No, um, it was actually
3: good. I like, that is one thing I would prep him for next time. Because I he is one of the few people in the game who goes hard and heavy on certain product of wax. And like he said, there's not a ton of, at least I have not heard a lot of content on, hey, this is the strategy why I'm buying this. This is the identifying marks I look for when it comes to like stockpiling cases.
0: Yeah. I thought that was interesting because I've always, that's been my, as far as investing goes, wax is the investment. I feel like as, yeah, as opposed you, to and a single you bailed
3: early on contenders, like I told you not to do. You remember that? I do remember. That's that. okay. Anyways, we'll have him back when there's a better connection. My attention span has, I, I just, I couldn't do it anymore.
0: Uh, we haven't talked about this. I got a dog. That's a fun fact for the listening audience. Okay. I. What do you have to <laughs> say about my dog? Dude. Dude. I have never met life. Lo- oh, my God. You're no, going to be I, mean. I like it's a girl. What's the name? Her name's Cece. I like the
3: dog. Um, she has heartworms, bro. She's going to be a little chill. Here's the thing. This dog, <laughs> you could walk. Joe Pesci, circa 1993, could walk in the house with a crowbar, clean the whole place out. That dog is not waking up. I had to check multiple times for a heart. I, <laughs> I, multiple times. Good. I had to put my hand to its face to make sure it was breathing. Oh,
0: Sam and Charlie are going to hear about this. They are I like not the going to like it.
3: But I'm just telling you right now. She's a rescue, bro. When I heard you were going to dog, I'll be honest with you. Here was my first thought. Tell I was me. like, dude, Jesse's been battling this sickness. He's yep. all he's super motivated right now. Yep. Gets a dog. This is going to be the thing. Gets him walking and active. And I was like, this is great. I it was actually super- has helped. There's no way that dog is. If I'm that dog saying, is uh, she's walking fast,
0: I didn't say that. But she asks She walks. She walks to the bathroom,
3: up the hill around. Does she really? Okay, I I'm happy at, to hear that. Though. Here's a
0: fun fact. I'm at a three year low in weight right now. There's a fun fact for you.
3: All right. I just. I when you said thanks dog. to the
0: dog that I've owned for a week. That's why
3: I would say, thanks to the 130 <laughs> degree fever you've had the last 10 days. You're just sweating it off. you. I'm excited about the dog. That dog can never be around my dogs until the heartworms are gone. Oh, well, yeah,
0: no, she won't be around any dogs. Cause your dogs would just jump her to death. I don't want to say the other thing that they would do. It starts with a, no, mind. <laughs> you know uh, Justin mean? Fields
3: though. He's on a tear. Talk about, talk about the narrative. Changing so many times over the course it is of the funny. year. Laziest dog I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> oh my though. She goes literally gets in there. Oh man. Um, it is funny
0: how we can't really seem to come to a, a finite conclusion of well, who here's the, the QB right, is of that class.
3: The narrative comes out. Trevor Lawrence is the most highly anticipated in the hobby, yep. highly anticipated quarterback ever. It was Joe Burrow prior to that. Mm-hmm. It is now Trevor Lawrence. This was a year and a half ago, yes, or two years ago, I guess, whatever it was. Um, then it just so happens to be. Oh, there are also five quarterbacks there, amazing, yep. and that's fine. Fast forward from the draft in April of that year, so that would be April twenty twenty one. Okay, let's go six weeks into the into the season. Now all of a sudden it's well. First of all, we have the arguably the best receiver in football uh, with Jamar Chase and an incredible receiving class around it. Jalen Waddell is this just hidden gem. Mm -hmm. Davis Mills now comes out of nowhere. Mac Jones is by far the number one guy in the hobby. Trevor and Trey Lance at that point, very, you know, almost nothing. Justin Fields wasn't playing a whole lot early last year. Mm -hmm. Who's the other guy I'm missing? There's one more. Oh, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson on and off, looked bad, then got hurt. Then had a great game, had flashes of a great game against Tennessee before he got hurt, which I loved get to the end of the season. Everybody's kind of generally still excited about the class because of where the market is. Yep. Now we get to this season, the markets change all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Hey, why am I spending money on these guys? None of them are that good. Mac Jones is a system guy, which probably is not, is not far from the truth. But now you get to, to where we are today. The other thing that happened is. Well,
0: Zach Wilson really started picking up this year.
3: Sure. And the other thing that happened this year Trey Lance in the offseason gets named starter, goes to almost number two in terms of sales. He was still behind Mac and Trevor, but not much. I forgot that. Yeah. Like Mac and Trevor are one and 1A. One Trey was outselling everybody else and for a split second was touching some of Trevor's pricing, which was weird. Yep. Now we get to, let's call it week. Is it week nine? I think we're it's going into week nine. No, yeah. it's week nine. They're six and three. Yeah, it's week nine. We just finished week nine, so we're going into week 10. Okay. Basically, the halfway point of the season. Um, okay. If the heartworms go away, oh my god. I'd have a lot of She's questions. She's Going to live. Carlos, book a vet to come on the I show. A the veterinarian. Dog's I want to know. i just make that happen. <laughs> tell, the, tell the kid to sign that person up. Okay. Now we get to where we're at this point in the season. Talk about a total frip total frip talk about a what a frip <laughs> is a flip with a rotation okay now yeah, we've got so first of all davis mills for the little bit of a blip he had totally off the screen nobody cares yes jamar chase still unbelievable the man great Jalen waddle though amazing mm. okay. naji harris in the meantime totally falling off the map hobby wise Devontae smith again very very little at this point mm. trey lance of course is out for the season he's come way way down Justin Fields, though, goes from absolute garbage to playing amazing the last couple of weeks. And what's interesting is he's actually making plays with his arm, which he has. That's what I find so interesting
0: is that he actually is putting up numbers as far as touchdowns go. But
3: throwing. Because, again, he, yes. he, we saw some glimpses. We knew the kid was athletic. Mm-hmm. They get Chase Claypool. I think at some point Claypool helps. Um, Mac Jones is another one, though. Look at three weeks ago. Zappy comes in. And has an unbelievable touchdown drive and finishes the game against the bears where Justin Fields looked really good. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him since. Yeah. And the Pats are two and oh, since then it's a weird and Trevor, another guy, Trevor look has looked really, really good in a couple of games. And all of a sudden it's, Hey, let's reset on Trevor. Yes. He came out at a, a, a spike in the market. It was insane. Nobody should have been near those prices, but Hey, there's a reason coming out of Clemson. This kid was the second coming of You know, Elway coming out of college was going to be unbelievable. Peyton coming out, Andrew Luck. I think people are starting to look at Trevor like, hey, you know what? It's not their year. Mm -hmm. But Jacksonville might have the guy for the next 10 years there. Hey, Justin Fields, maybe. I just feel like the narrative on the 2021 class has changed a bunch. And I I just find it interesting. Zach Wilson's the same way. Zach Wilson. You know what's insane, though? Okay, so Trevor you Lawrence. My Zach Wilson.
0: I, 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 I didn't talk about heartworms. Um, Trevor Lawrence. I just want human get heartworms. Uh, I think they can. I don't know if it's the same breed, but okay, they can definitely gonna, get worms. Here's what I
3: want to say. When did you get sick, and when did you get that dog? I got sick before the dog. I, yeah, I got sick before the dog. I did. Your heart Trust has its me, own issues. We'll blame <laughs> <up laughs> the worms here. Okay, go ahead. So the Trevor Lawrence
0: silver. Tell me what what I'm missing here. Trevor Lawrence silver. What product? Uh, 2021 prism. Okay. Granted, there's only 25 of these graded as That's a PSA 10.
3: Okay. go ahead. That's going to be the answer, but good. But uh,
0: wait, let me, let me finish. I'm not talking. The, that card last sold for $1,999 on November 1st. I
3: see it. It was a buy it now.
0: It was, but you can tell, you can see before that there were several other sales for $2,500, 2000
3: dollars $2,500. That was eight hundred, by the way. Eight ten, only a week. Uh, not even the day before it was eight hundred and ten. Uh, October thirtieth, PSA ten, silver. Oh, it's not on the card letter report.
0: The, this is just up, showing card letter report. Okay, so this is just showing a few of the sales. So I don't so, believe that. By it now is my point. But what about the other three that are twenty five hundred, two thousand, oh, and twenty five hundred? So I do, I, I do think some of these are have to be accurate. If there's four pricing uh, prices at that, so beside all that, you even call it eight hundred. Why is he so much more priced than the Zach Wilson, Justin field silvers because Zach Wilson silver granted there's 77 of them still a very low pop count, but that card last hundred, $150
3: for a silver PSA 10? for a
0: silver PSA. 10. When did it sell? Now that one did sell August 31st. There has not been another sale oh, since then
3: when he was out. Yes, but that same card, if it's sold tomorrow, is 500 bucks, I bet. What's Justin Fields? I, I can't
0: imagine it being $500. The last time that card sold above, let's see, uh, it sold above $400 or $500 back on October 3rd. But Justin
3: it, Fields is selling for $400 bucks right now,
0: PSA 10. I know, but that's my point is that he's selling for $400. Zach Wilson is selling for, I mean, granted, $150. But let's say that's a fluke and he sells for $300 or something. Why is Trevor Lawrence selling?
3: Ask, here, here's a simple answer. Ask anybody in the world one of these quarterbacks is going to win an MVP in a Super in a Super Bowl at some point mm-hmm. and who, and who would you start your court, your franchise around a hundred out of a hundred GMs are taking Trevor Lawrence. And it's not even a discussion over the other two guys you just mentioned. That's so why
0: this is a future play pricing. You think, so, so right you now, think that's built in
3: because I mean, the, you think he's winning on his current team though. I I'm mean, saying, right now I'm not saying winning, but even what I've seen on the field, he looks like, Hey, at some point he's going to put things together. Again, I think he looks like an early career Peyton Manning, we're seeing like games, multiple games sometimes where he looks unbelievable despite the team being garbage. Mm-hmm. Like this kid gets it when the system is right around him. He's going to be unbelievable. I've yet to see that. I think Zach Wilson's a good quarterback. I see glimpses in certain games of Zach Wilson doing this. The game winning drive against the Bills yesterday, which yeah. is amazing. By the way, yeah, I don't know if you remember game. this heartworm. You called that game.
0: <laughs> I did call that game. I you didn't want to brag about chance. it. But.
3: So he did not play great that game. Statistically, very average. But I tell you what I saw yesterday in the last drive of the game. He was not overwhelmed. Didn't make any great plays, but he didn't make any big mistakes. Whelmed. He just looked perfectly whelmed. He did. Thank you, Heath Ledger. Um, he was he was in the movie. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Justin Fields now has had some amazing games. Yeah. Justin Fields has also had some games where you wonder bad. why yeah. is he in the NFL. Trevor has. He's consistent. That is why. So Talk you, to us at the end of the season. That may change, but for right now, that's the reason Trevor's so much more expensive. His That
0: card of that we we're talking about, that silver, is one of the few cards that has actually been going up in value over the last few months. Do you think that that card, like, what does the investor do right now, or the collector even? Do they, they've got to wait,
3: right? Or do you think this is still go goes up? Because, you have to wait on Trevor. If, yeah, if you I mean. believe in the other two guys, I'd buy the other two right now. But only if I was planning on flipping during the season, especially yeah. with Fields. Justin Fields is playing very good. The team is three and six, I believe. They're not making it to the playoffs. I don't want that card in the offseason at today's price. But five weeks from now, that card is probably more expensive. Zach Wilson's different. The team is six and three. Yeah, six and three. Do they haven't a? Yeah, they have at their buy yet. That's a guy whose team is, I think, clearly headed to the playoffs. I'm okay buying Zach, and I think you have a bit more of a window. With Trevor... I told you before I think Trevor's an unbelievable I think Trevor and Trey Lance are two unbelievable buys in the absolute dead stone cold death part of the offseason.
0: You know it's uh I thank you for that because I was really confused about that. That makes a lot more sense. I am not happy with Malik Willis. What are your thoughts boy, there? I
3: I've As never a Titans boy. Let me just say this to you. I've never seen you throw a football. Yeah? Um I think you would be. I think you are as equipped to be a quarterback in the NFL right now as he is. You know what he's really
0: good at is like getting out of that pocket, like uh, avoiding the, himself, the but then not throwing, not actually doing anything with those abilities. Yeah, That's- I mean that was,
3: and I, I don't want to hear about supporting cast. He has like ten or eleven completions in two games, and some of those are to the other team. He is he has been horrible. It, it, it's embarrassing. The fact
0: that the, the game was that close versus the chiefs last night is still if Tannehill's trying. in a
3: game start to finish, they beat the oh, chiefs. 100%. No question. And I don't think Tannehill's great, but he does that. The other two guys real quick. And then we're going to be done with this. Uh, Rogers just looked absolutely pathetic. Um, I don't know what's I mean, up with Rogers. not a lot to say anymore. It's three and six. Like, I, I don't know. Um, I actually am starting to feel the opposite about Brady. They get one win and you feel better, or do you think because the divorce is done. <clears throat> Not just one win. That's a good team they beat, despite the fact that they've struggled this year. LA is a tough team. It's a super talented team. Yeah, they beat them on a game-winning drive at the very end of the game, which I guess is that's what, what all
0: game-winning but, drives are. What is what's really great though is that Tom did that because that's what I always appreciate Tom's mm-hmm. games is that he seems to be clutch at the he end of a the, game, he but he hasn't drive been. before.
3: And stinking Scotty Miller, he got hit in the face with the ball, um, <laughs> and then he came to the podium it's pretty rare. You see Brady amped up at the podium. He's almost always just, just Tom cool. Just chill. Yeah. Good game onto the next week. He came out. He was like, you know, it was a great bleep and win. Like he was, he was pumped. He's got that Brady energy back. I'm, I do start to wonder maybe is this like one of those And that division is such garbage. Um, But I actually thought to myself today, I would spend money. I would lock up money on a Brady today. Well, and I didn't, I have not felt like that yet. So
0: I was going to check and see what your, where your pulse was with him. Um, But the other, the other thing though is like Aaron Rodgers. Do you think there's any point in putting any money no. with him at at his low pricing right now? Nope i think he, I think he
3: does nothing but get lower the rest of the year. Really, that's that's a shame. Okay, He's lost to the Lions. I mean, <laughs> the Lions aren't a good team. No, okay, okay. Let's just go to mailbag.
0: Well, before we do, uh, did want to throw out. So you guys know we've already uh, talked about this a little bit. We're super excited because we've been working with so rare there. If you're not already familiar, like if you like NFTs in sports related games where you don't have to pay anything. These are your guys. Uh, they've got MLB, they've got soccer, but now they also have NBA. We are joining up with them again because you want to hear my lineup. Uh, I do. In the second, okay. they have uh, decided they're going to give away tickets to some B ball games for the winner of this week mm-hmm. and another week in December's competition. So uh, week seven, by the time you're listening to this, that uh should be up. Common contenders is the uh game you want to set your lineup for. Set it by Friday. If you win, you get tickets to a game in two weeks from now. Your choice.
3: Oh, actually, yeah, we can we talk about your stupid lineup? It's not stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Go ahead and talk about Go ahead and do your lineup first.
0: Here's the reason why he thinks it's stupid. I have Giannis. And I didn't put him in. The reason for that
3: is You're it's a child
0: common contenders. You get 110 points to play with, to set your lineup. And Giannis is so good. He's 61 points. If I put him in, I can't really put in like any decent other players. He
3: is worth 10 decent other, po-
0: give me your lineup. I have Jordan pool, Jalen green, PJ Washington. Yep. And then a couple of no names, Dean Wade and JT Thorpe. Cause I was running out of points.
3: Dean Wade could literally be the producer of the show next week. <laughs> and nobody would know the difference. We don't know what he does in time. I got off time. Joker, Josh Giddy. Eh, after that very weak. Yeah. Co. Pinson, Aaron Naismith, uh, Dwayne Washington, Jr. The difference being though, I start my player. I got the Joker. <laughs> you play the Joker. Listen, You have Giannis, you play Giannis. I'm not saying it's not a
0: good choice. I'm just saying, no, I, am saying I need a, more points. I'm if saying he it's puts a dumb up, choice. If he puts up the most points, he puts up 35 points. What about the other four guys on the team? Couldn't they
3: have averaged up like another 10 points? I'm going to uh, say right now, Giannis outscored in the next, cause I think Giannis and almost all these guys have two games in this competition. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Giannis scores more points in those two games than all five of your players combined. Man, now you're really making four me second guess. Four out of five, guess. at least. At least four out of five. There's a chance one of those guys goes off, but yeah. Now uh, you're really making right, me second guess. time because you're terrible. <laughs> Wait,
0: you didn't say what your lineup was? Oh, you did. I'm sorry. You did. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey,
3: at least I remembered and caught and myself. Prism Soccer Wednesday releases. Ooh. We're not going to talk about much more, though, because like, we already talked about it, but I'm actually, I've got a couple cases. I'm pretty excited. We'll see. You got two cases? I thought you got one. Oh, maybe I got a case and a couple loose boxes. That's oh. what it is. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, if you go, want to hear more about that with our soccer guys, listen to the last episode with uh, the boys from soccer cards, United
3: uh, mailbag. Are you prepped for a mailbag? Cause it was a weird one. There's a bunch of questions that are too long to be asked.
0: Yeah, there was, I know one of them was too long, but I did kind of want to still answer, but I won't. Um, go ahead. I'll help you. Out. Ross Steen. What are your thoughts on signed baseballs versus cards? You can pick them up. Uh, you can pick up a signed 1954 New York giants. World Series champions, uh, team signed ball yeah, for around a thousand dollars. The ball's and yeah, I
3: got it. The the ball is good. Here's the issue with a uh, my only issue with signed baseballs, they yellow over time. A lot of them, I hate that. It Terrifies me. The yellowing of them, mm-hmm. the color like the changing of the color. But I mean, don't cards typically <laughs> change colors too? Not I mean. cards that are put in a top loader, and protected from start to finish. So that's why I, I like it, but it, it does scare me. Okay. Next,
0: um. We already answered Crown Royal. Let's go to John Dudley's question. Any thoughts on when we might see $10 a card grading?
3: Now, this is interesting. He
0: references PSA already coming down, CSG, uh, SGC's also come down. Yeah,
3: PSA is 15, SGC is 18. Now, PSA is with the Collectors Club thing, whatever that is. Uh, I don't know where Beckett's at right now for their cheapest. So, will we ever see a $10 card grading? I, I don't. I, I kind of think the grading business is where the card business is right now. Market wise, mm-hmm. I think we're almost at the bottom. I don't think we're going to see it much cheaper. It's good because it has at least allowed a bunch of other people to like grade stuff. Now you wouldn't have a year ago Yeah, because the wait time is lower and the price is cheaper, but I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know if we're getting back to the norm when it was like eight bucks. They used to run $8 specials. I, I don't think we're getting below 15 I'd be, I'd be surprised if one of the big three goes below 15.
0: I'd be surprised it going to 10 just because of your point just now where it used to be eight, but now we're living in a time where inflation's really high, just materials alone. I don't know if they would make the same amount of money on selling a card at 10 versus, uh, what they would have made on a card selling at eight a few years ago because of the cost of, uh, what the raw materials are.
3: Uh, that's yeah, that's a fair point. By the way, Ryan Goodry has an interesting question. Just to, I know we're running out of time. LeBron James all-time scoring does it change his value? I don't think it does. I think the only thing that affects LeBron James market going forward is him winning. Which which how they are they doing? By they the way, are Mike one and one since I said they'd win eight out of ten. So, so seven out of eight. coming up. Shot? Still seven a shot. Still a shot. Seven out of eight coming up.
0: Um, we talked about Justin Fields already, Tim. Thank by you by very way, much. Did you see
3: these stats Max put in here in the I'm, last three games? I love that. Six touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. Pretty ridiculous. Well, and to
0: go along with that, he pointed out how Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Williams, uh, Zach Wilson combined have seven touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. It is another fair point to Justin Fields' market. Um, Jet Thomas, value aside and across all products, what is your favorite parallel style? And what parallel would you vote for Panini or Fanatics to retire?
3: I still like the color blast and the stained glass. I think those are two cool looking ones. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the one I, I still do not care. Well, first of all, I hate the new mango one. I think it looks dumb. It's like the one with like Brady with yeah, the sandals. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. And honestly, I could live without Kabooms. Scandals are not, I, I don't, I think Kabooms are fine. Yep. I've never been a big fan of them.
0: It is. I actually, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say the downtown. I really like the downtown.
3: You know what? I'm, I have no opinion. I, it's fine. I don't want him to retire it. I don't ever have to own one. Okay. Uh, Keith Myers, how is the Donovan Mitchell market down? Keith, find an answer because I don't know. I bought a bunch of him at the uh, industry summit. Like, that's one of the best records in the league. He is, a, you know, emerges the clear number one on that team, like we all thought he would. I don't understand how he's that cheap still. I thought for sure it'd be like, hey, he's out. He has a new cast. He's going to play well, which is why I bought him to flip and it just, yeah, nothing.
0: Donovan Mitchell, though, how. Well, he's not that old, so that wouldn't play. He's a kid. Yeah.
3: Like 26, 27. There's no, you're not going to find a a reasonable.
0: No, there's no rationale. It is funny though. His pricing does fall in line with that theory again, where right at COVID price, right at the pre COVID pricing. Um, all right, let's go. All right, I'll skip the Ben Perez one. Sorry, man, it's a good question, just very long. Well, actually, I can summarize it so, in person auto market being very polarizing is what he's talking about.
3: Yeah, what how do you get them certified or graded? Yes. Send it to PSA, very simple. You can um, get it authenticated and graded there, or send it to JSA if you prefer.
0: Edwin Otero, actually, Edwin, um, he was the winner of the uh David Beckham auto uh NFT card that we pulled the other day, that was good for him. 2022 tops Chrome logo fractor question. He's talking about the Julio Rodriguez rose gold one of one rookie card CSG ten sold for fifteen thousand dollars. Wants to know
3: your thoughts. Man, that's okay. So it's the one of one. I don't know why it's in a CSG holder. That's my first question. Yeah, it sold for fifty. I mean, that's I don't know. That doesn't seem crazy expensive for J Rod's super fractor. I mean, why wouldn't you
0: just take that card and flip it with another? Like, I don't know it that you. Else? I don't
3: know that you grading it with anybody else improves the value, though. Because of it's a one. It's a, a superfractor. Like I don't. So I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it, Edwin. I'm glad okay. you won a card, though.
0: Good for you. Let's see, Johnny Watt. I don't know. Can you even do that? He wants to know too early. 2023 MLB predictions.
3: Yes, it is too early, Johnny. Okay. You answered your own question. <laughs> the soup. I mean, the World Series rings haven't been passed out yet. Take it easy.
0: Uh, let's see. Matt Sholmes wants to know, is the expectation update will be released in Chrome uh, in only the mega
3: format again from Target like last year? So this is what Phil just said. That's why I was curious. I've heard this from multiple people now. If that's the case, and you're going to have some of these dudes who are unbelievably good right now. I mean, J-Rod's crazy hot. Uh, You're going to have Torkelson, Witt, and Jeremy Pena. I think you're going to, this might be the first product we've seen in a while where people go absolutely flocking to Walmarts and Targets to just rip through to, to get their product.
0: It is funny that the guys in the Facebook group, I've seen multiple people posting about uh, just what they've pulled out of just random packs at Walmarts or Walgreens or whatever the case may be. Yep. Um, that was another point that the uh, card porn commenters made was that how retail has come back to not only being available, but a reasonable price. It's still a little high for some, but that it is actually getting to the
3: point where it's fun again to rip. I'll tell you one reason that's the case too, though, why stuff is sitting on the shelves. Retail has been like the pricing in, in, in the actual store, Never mind the secondary market. Mm-hmm. It's marked way up now.
0: Well, that's what they were saying. Like, they're still saying that in some cases it is pretty high, so Um, with a recession, uh, this is Stephen Dunbar, uh, with a recession forecasted for 2023, granted to put a caveat on that. They're saying the market's only forecasting a 60% likelihood of a recession. Goldman Sachs, uh, has it lower at like 33. I'm just pointing that out just, uh, not to freak out too many people. He wants to know, would you recommend a mostly PC collector to hold on buying until next year for lower pricing?
3: That's what I've been saying for weeks. If you can now the only, I guess the outlier there would be if I come across like a crazy low numbered Brady that I just have to have. Okay. But otherwise just wait. I, I think most agree. Mm-hmm. And especially for depending on who it is, like, like a Brady, a Rogers, you know, basketball for sure. I'm waiting. Cause we're in the heat of the season. Wait till the off season. Same with baseball. Yeah. Give it three to six months and see where the market's at then. And then get the card you want. The only thing,
0: caveat i would put on this and this is caveats just,
3: again man this you is just a caveat
0: on everything this is just from the investor side of me oh, is a lot of caveats timing the market often leads to missing out on opportunities i'm not saying go put all your money in right now but i'm saying if you are high into somebody like if you're pcing a certain player maybe not go out and buy every card you're looking for but uh what they call dollar cost averaging essentially just buying the player you're looking for at a reasonable interval, not putting all your money at once, but you're essentially ensuring that you're not buying at the low, but you're also not going to buy at the higher price either.
3: That was an overrated caveat that was just added. So last
0: question, Cole Benz wants to know Um, where do you have the most confidence buying raw cards online when it comes to condition, by the way, this is usually the time when your monster is kicked in. Why you are like dead now? Thank you. Uh, Cole, <laughs> That was not a compliment. I,
3: anytime I can buy, I want to buy, I don't I, I would much rather buy raw stuff at a show. I want to be able to see it very, very easy. Like I don't. So if I, yeah. I
0: cut off part of his question. He's makes the point that he doesn't have a lot of shows around him. So he's kind of required to buy from the so internet. Then
3: buy from reputable sellers on eBay. If you can, or reputable sellers on card shop, like buy from people who are like giving a good description, not using stock photos of cards. If you're buying raw. Fair. Okay. I mean, yeah, but it is it's definitely a gamble. I mean, that's why you kind of have to if you and if you find a good source, I would say this, just develop those relationships. Like I have guys to go back to every single time because I know they sell stuff and they don't grade themselves. And so I know when they're selling me stuff, it's just, hey, here I'm just moving all of my raw at once. Perfect. I'll buy it.
0: By the way, one last uh, little plug is we're gonna be doing some more giveaways from uh pristine auctions. They're sending us like a mystery pack. And we, they're sending stuff to give away to you listeners. The only thing is you just have to be signed up with them. So if you haven't already signed up using the uh, code nonsense, you'll get $10 free right away. But then you also have a chance to win uh, some of the items that they're going to be sending us. So do that. And that's your
3: show, right? Chris is on Thursday. We'll have somebody on next week too. another third man in type energy
0: right now. Give sure. it to me.
3: Uh, that is Sports Cards <laughs> Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. So we'll be back on Thursday. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.
0: So sorry.